Welcome to The Workman's Table, a podcast all about learning and understanding biblical truths with the Great Shepherd's guidance. Here's your host, Eric Carpenter. Hello and welcome again to another edition of The Workman's Table podcast. As always, I hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are continuing to grow in His grace and learn and study His Word on a day-by-day basis or as often as you possibly can. As I've mentioned before, please, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, things that we've discussed in the past, uh, any, any of those issues that you wish to discuss, email us at theworkmanstable at hotmail.com. Once again, that's theworkmanstable at hotmail.com. Feel free to send any questions that you wish or topics that you'd like to discuss for a future podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So, as believers, we understand and know that a key component of our relationship with Yahuwah is faith. And some might use the, the phrase, and probably have heard the phrase before, faith is the key. And it is very true. Faith is the key. It's, it's like the, the glue uh, that holds the relationship together. Um, and a quick look at the dictionary to find out what faith means. Faith, simply put, is what you place complete trust or confidence in. And that can be a person, place, or thing. So having faith means that you trust in, you, you, you agree with, you have no issue with what you um, believe in, what you have faith in, what you trust. That's what it is. So as a, as a believer, we have to really look at Scripture. And, and if we really stop and look at Scripture closely, we have to realize that where does our faith begin? Where does it start? And can it diminish? Can it leave us? Um can it be shaky? Can it be small? Can it be large? Can it be great? You know, can it be minuscule? All those things. We, we have those types of questions. We have to start at the beginning of, of what faith is and where it comes from. So if you go to um, Hebrews chapter 12, and I'm going to be going through quite a few scriptures in, in this podcast. Um, so please bear with me, but this isn't going to be a long podcast, but we're going to cover quite a few scriptures I just thought I'd put this out here that faith is really important to our existence and in our relationship with Yahuwah. So if you go to Hebrews 12, to, uh, excuse me, 12 verses 1 through 2, let's read it. And it says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Yahusha, the author and finisher of of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of Elohim. So we have it right there in verse 2. We look unto Yahushua, the author and finisher of our faith. So he's the one that authors it. He's the one that finishes it. He perfects it as well. So it all begins with him to begin with. He, and as he says, if you go to Revelation uh, 22, he says, I am the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the Aleph and the Tav, the Alpha Omega. Okay, so he's the beginning and the end anyway. So it, it's, it's congruent, it's consistent with our relationship with him and how we be, come into believe him. 
is he's the one that authors the faith within us to begin with. And so when you look at Hebrews 11, chapter, or chapter 11, verse 6, I've read that verse before, and let's read it right now. Hebrews 11, 6, because it's one chapter before what we just read there in chapter 12. But it says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to Elohim must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So not only does he not, not only does he author it, but he, it's the only way to please him. So he's consistent. So if he's pleased with faith, he also authors it. So he's, he's the beginning and he's the end of our faith. So he authors it and it pleases him when we have it. So we got to go through all this and recognize that he's the one. He is the reason for our faith. He is the reason for our existence. He is the reason for our relationship. If you go to um, Hebrews, uh, or excuse me, Ephesians chapter 2. Let's go there real quick. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 11, I believe I'm going to read. And it says this, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, there it is again. It's not of us. It is the gift of Elohim, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Hamashiach Yahusha for good works, which Elohim prepared before him that we should walk in them. Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, but what is called the circumcision, made in the flesh by hands. Okay? So, he, okay, saves us, okay, by grace through faith that he authors and is pleased with. We're noticing a theme here. He is the one instrumental in all of this. And then if you go to Romans chapter 12, it's also a measure. Faith is given in measures, okay? Romans chapter 12, okay, and let's go there. Let's read uh, 3 through 4. Yeah, Romans 12, 3 through 4. And if you read it, let's, uh, I'll read along. Uh, For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as Elohim has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Hamashiach and individually members of one another. Okay? So, 3 and 4. So you read that. I actually read verse 5 as well. But if you go back to um, uh, the end of verse 3, as Elohim has dealt to each one a measure of faith. I remember reading that not you know a couple years ago, and I stopped and thought, and I said, a measure of faith. Huh. So that means someone might have a greater measure than me and someone might have less than me. And so if Yahuwah is the one that authors it and he gives each a measure of it, well, there really isn't much that I'm doing on my own. There's really nothing on my own that I'm doing. He's doing everything. He just asks us to 
to choose. I mean, he did that way back in the Garden of Eden. He, you know, as mentioned in Deuteronomy, therefore I set before you life and death, blessings and cursings, therefore choose life. You know, he set those choices down before us. And so a lot of times we think that we've done a lot of this on our own. No, no, no. <laughs> Read the word again. We're reading through here. He's the author of it. He's the finisher of it. He's the one that grants a measure of it. And it's impossible to please him without faith. All that. It's measured, authored, finished, and measured by him. Okay? So there's nothing that we did on our own accord. That's why Paul wrote, not of yourself, unless we have something to boast about. By grace we are saved through faith, not of ourselves. We can't boast about anything. Only Yahuwah can boast about it because he is the one that authors and perfects. So not only that, we even take it even further back. So he covers all areas. There's nothing left, uh, you know, to chance. Nothing. He even foreknew and predestined those in the faith. If you go, I mean, you, you know, now I've got, I'm going to rattle off some scriptures here. I'm not going to read them all. But if you go through here, he, he, it, and you read these scriptures, you recognize he knew what was going to happen before it was going to happen. And he set people in, in certain places for what he had in mind. Uh, if you go to Romans chapter 8, read 26 through 30. If you go to Jeremiah 1 and read verses 4 through 5. If you go to John chapter 6 and read verse 64. If you read John 13, verses 18 through 19. John 15, verses 16 through 19. And John 15, verse 27. But let's go to Romans 8 real quick. Uh, and let's read that. Um, 26 through 30, and it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of Elohim. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love Elohim, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. So he uh, predestined, called them, chose them, justified them, glorified them, but he already foreknew. He had it in, in his mind who it was going to be. Okay, now, again, Yahushua said, those that worship the Father must do so in spirit and in truth. And so that's who he's calling, okay? But he knows who will and he knows who won't. We don't. That's why he's called us, okay, to share the gospel, to be kind to one another, to love our neighbor, to show that, be a light, of the world, be salt of the earth. Okay. There's a verse scripture references as well, though there you can look those up. But again, he already knows and predestines and justifies and glorifies all these individuals. He foreknows all these people. If you go to Jeremiah is a very clear indication in Jeremiah. Uh, when he, uh, in the first chapter, he's calling out the Jeremiah. And if you go to verse 4 and 5, it says, Then the word of Yahuwah came to me, saying, This is Jeremiah speaking of, of what Yahuwah told him. Yahuwah said, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. 
Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. To me, that's one of those scriptures that just blows my mind. He knew who we were and how we were going to be even before he forms us in each of our mother's wombs. He already had us in mind before we even existed. Even, even before our, prior, our parents existed. He knew, he's known all along. That's what's so mind-blowing about all this. That's how powerful and all-knowing that he is. And he tells Jeremiah that before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I set you apart to be a prophet to the nations. And if you go to John chapter 6, um, and read verse 64, in Yahushua, um, it says this, But there are some of you who do not believe. For Yahushua knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him. So he even knew he was going to be his betrayer, which, of course, we know is Judas Iscariot. Um, let me grab over here, uh, let's see, John 16, yeah, John 15, verse 16, I should say, I'm sorry, John 15, verse 16 through 19, and listen to this, you did not choose me, this is Yahushua talking here, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So that very first line there, you did not choose me, but I chose you. That's what Yahushua is saying. You know, and I've often thought about that. It's like, you know, when he called the disciples, he just walked up to them and said, come, follow me. And he chose them. He said, come here, you're following me. And they followed him. Of course, what are you going to, you're going to argue with the king. If the king tells you, come here, I need you to come with me. You're going to follow because you're going to be obedient and, and obey his command. So I just wanted to uh, share this with you today that indeed faith is the key. He it begins with him. It ends with him. He perfects it. He grants measures of it. He predestines. He foreknows. He chooses. Okay? And, of course, a lot of people will go, well, how does he still, you know, hold people accountable for their sins? And how does the, how does what, it seems unfair, you know, where it, it, it just seems like there's injustice in all this. I would encourage you, if you've got that type of question, um, if you go to Romans chapter 9, okay, and you'll get a pretty clear indication of, of the character of, of Yahuwah. And, and I just read that whole chapter, but if you go, uh, start in verse 14, um, you know, Romans uh, 4, yeah. Paul writes in Romans 9, he says, What shall we say then? And is there unrighteousness with Elohim? Certainly not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of Elohim who shows mercy. Okay? And, of course, he goes through a whole uh, situation further on about, uh, you know, 
you know, where someone would say in verse 19, you will say to me then, why does he still find fault? Talking about Elohim. How does Elohim find fault with us? If we, we don't author this, we don't finish it, we don't choose our measure, you know, he, he foreknows us. Paul says, well, we, he asked a question for us. Why does he still find fault? For who has resisted his will? But indeed, O oh man, who are you to reply against Elohim? Will the thing formed say to him who formed it, why have you made me like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay from the same lump to make one vessel for honor and another for dishonor? So we don't, we really don't have the, we don't have the, the right to question the almighty. We just don't. Folks, it's just important that we recognize what our faith is, where it comes from, who authors it, who grants it. Okay. So, and if it's impossible to please him without it, then we need to basically just do as he says, like he says, my sheep hear my voice. So faith indeed is the key. So I encourage you to read all these uh, scriptures that we, you know I've, I've mentioned here today and, and just do your own in-depth study about what faith is and, and how it benefits us and, and recognize not only that, and I'll end with this one right here, but if you go to um, John the 15th chapter and you read the first couple verses, I think I'm just going to read, uh, yeah, one through five, and I'll end with this, but he says, Yahushua says the following. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of it of itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. I'm going to repeat that. Yahushua says, for without me, you can do nothing. We also heard Paul also uh, mentioned before, with Hamashiach, all things are possible. Okay, without him, nothing is possible. So he's the author, he's the perfecter, he's pleased with our faith, he grants measures of it, he foreknows and predestines those who are going to be in the faith because he already knows who's going to choose him and be obedient to him. And not only that, if we are outside of him and we try to operate outside his grace and mercy, we can do nothing. And he tells us that plainly. So what does this do? It gives glory to the Father and the Son and praise his holy name because he's the one that keeps us alive. He's the one, as he said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes into the Father except through me. So praise him, thank him, and be grateful that he's granted you a measure of faith. You can pray that he can increase uh, you know, your measure of faith, but he does it as he chooses. And if it's in his will for whatever reason, um, I, we just don't know. There's some mysteries about him. We just do not know. But if he's the author and perfecter of our faith, we have to believe that he's going to follow through and finish the work that he starts. And he does. Believe me, he does. He finishes his work exactly like he did way back when he created everything in the uh, first six days and then rested on the seventh. He set things in motion. So until next time, uh, 
keep studying his word and pray prayerfully consider uh, the scriptures that we've shared with you today and remember always to study to show thyself approved <music>